Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. You are listening to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, episode number 20, Flow to Grow, a Postpartum Strategy. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn how to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out and find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three, a songwriter, life coach, and wellness advocate, Liz Langston. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. All right, so this last week, I attended my life coach school's mastermind, which just is our annual conference um, for coaches. But this year was a little different because the life coach school invited anybody who wanted to to submit a three-minute inspirational message, and some of them, 10 of them to be specific, were chosen to be presented live on stage at Mastermind, and I was one of them. I find out next week if I won an award, because there's just one award for one winner that everybody votes on and chooses, so I'll know next week. So whenever you're catching this podcast, today's September 18th, so I'll know by next Monday, but... The fun part was it was all about my story with postpartum depression and the way that these coaching tools and the belief in healing that I exercised were what were the catalysts for me to be able to heal. So though I truly love and honor and will always teach the tools that are here on this podcast, the first step that's going to open your mind and body and soul to healing in the postpartum time period that is sometimes so full of struggle is the belief that you can be more, that you can heal, that your diagnosis, or maybe you haven't gone and found it or gotten a diagnosis from your doctor. Maybe you haven't even made it that far to get in and get an appointment, but that your symptoms, let's say, don't have power over you, that they are not you. That you and your mind and your heart is capable of pulling you up and out of whatever you're in, this funk you're in, and into healing. So that's the place that I got to. And then I found the coaching tools that I teach on this podcast. And those were effective in helping me do what I already believed was possible. So do you see how the belief is vital to open you up to the healing? And so if that's you right now, if you are in a postpartum rut, a funk, if you actually do have depression that, you know, someone's diagnosed you with that, you've been issued medicine, possibly antidepressants. I was there. I was in all of those. There were times where I didn't know I had depression. There were times where I were. There were times when I was on medication. There were times when I was not and I was oblivious and both were pros and cons, but I just want you to know that vital to moving forward and out of this and, and allowing this experience to, to be used for your good and your strengthening ultimately and overall, it's important and it's a must that you believe that you're capable 
of healing and that this diagnosis or this set of symptoms doesn't have total power over you forever. And you are the one that can and will be the one to initiate your healing. So if it serves you to believe that today, it's an invitation. I will leave it open. Okay. Today we are talking about flowing to be growing flow to grow. This is a postpartum strategy that I wish I had had postpartum. Most of the things, if not all of the things that I'm teaching on this podcast are with a lot of wisdom, um, looking back on past experience and sharing with all of you what I wish I had known and what would have definitely helped my journey be so much less bumpy. Though I kind of love my journey and I believe that the way, the reason it was the way it was, was so that I could help so many people on this platform now. So I have no regrets. I'm just saying that there are so many people that could benefit from these tools and the postpartum period of life is so unique, right? It is so unique. Just like our limbs and our joints get very open before delivering that baby and they make space for that baby. Not very long after you've had baby, they're still open. Your body and your mind are like a blank slate and you can, if you have the mindset that's willing to do so and willing to do this work, you can use the postpartum time period as um, a time of life where you are resetting things. You're re-looking at your life. You're recommitting to who you want to be as a mother, as an individual. The postpartum period of life is such an amazing, eclectic emotional experience. And totally, it can tip us to one side of negativity. Totally, we can find that we're off balance and that we need help. And we're kind of bordering on insanity sometimes and a little bit of like, I don't know where I am. I got lost. And that's what I'm here for is to help bring you back to center, but not just to get back balanced and healing, but to truly see the opportunity that is yours as you're healing postpartum. There's so much inner strength that can be discovered so uniquely in this phase of life. So that is something you ought to know about me. That's where my passion lies in this work. And every podcast is given with that context of my beliefs. All right. So heaven knows I've spent a lot of my life not flowing and not growing um, in resisting what is. I've spent a lot of my life being hard on myself. Sometimes that makes it so that I'm hard on the ones I love the most, my husband and my kids. Think about how you talk to yourself really does matter. And that's honestly a whole other episode or setup episodes we could do is self-talk. So I'm not going to go down that road today, but today I'm going to be talking about the personal growth and peace, the feeling of flow we can experience as we adjust to postpartum life and are willing to embrace and be curious about and allow this new version of our motherhood. I think so much of what creates difficulty and suffering and struggle in the postpartum period is we are not allowing ourselves to be new and to discover this new life. We're wanting to take a look at our old life that was just a few days ago, right? Or weeks ago before this baby came and we're trying to recreate that and we're holding ourselves to that standard. And then we start to resent our baby. We start to resent our bodies. We start to resent our husbands. We start to resent our houses. We start to resent the new schedule. We start to resent our motherhood. And the whole time there's this opportunity to flow with what is and flow with what's new and grow and learn, but we're so hanging on tightly to the control of what was 
We restrict the flow and we miss growth opportunities. So today we're talking about allowing flow into our life. What is flow? We've all heard go with the flow. Yes, we've all heard this phrase, but what is the flow? So flow is ultimately the feeling that you get to experience when you are willing to allow your circumstances and your life exactly how it is right now to just be where it is and to be what it is. That doesn't mean you're giving up or you're giving in. It doesn't mean you can't still work to create something else or or morph it into something different. It just means that for right now in this moment and for however long, we're going to practice flow, allowing what is. It's specifically recognizing that things outside of you, you ultimately cannot control. And honestly, if you're like me, there are just some moments where you just want to pout and be mad about what you cannot control. You just want to throw a pity party over how often your baby cries or how poorly they sleep. I've been there and sometimes that's what we choose to do and how we choose to react with our circumstances. But I want you to know today that what I've learned is that flow and just playing with this idea, even just for a few minutes of practicing, allowing what is, is always an option that's available to you and it will bring peace. Flow is the feeling that you get back from the universe and from your circumstances when you are willing to just let it be. So today I'm going to share a ton of examples of this and how to do it. Lots of thoughts to offer you today to experience more flow in your postpartum life, post babies, post children. But I want you to know flow is an actual feeling. It feels a lot like peace, quiet wisdom. It feels like openness, curiosity, trust. It definitely feels sometimes like excruciating vulnerability. I don't know if you're a Brene Brown fan. I I was just going to spell it for you. I'm like, I don't really know how to spell Brene. I can put it in the show notes, but Brene Brown is a researcher and vulnerability and shame expert. And I digress, but essentially, if you haven't checked her out, go check her out. Vulnerability. It is the way to transformation, to connection with our life. Have you ever thought about having a relationship with your life? How open and vulnerable are you with the circumstances of your life? What are the messages you would be saying to your life if your actions and your thoughts about your life were words? What relationship are you forming with the postpartum experience that is now yours? Are you telling it it's not good enough? to go away, go back to what it was, go be something else. And I don't say this to bring guilt. I just want you to know that from my experience, as you resist your circumstances, you lose, you lose energy, you lose growth. The ultimate growth is in flow, is in allowance and acceptance and peace with what is. It's not always easy, but it always really is an option. Always, like always, no matter what. No matter if your baby dies or your husband decides to leave you a couple months after you have a newborn, I'm talking about like go to the extreme 
postpartum circumstances, like flow is always an option to us. It always places us in a position of wisdom and power, and we are more open to receiving direction and truth and guidance because we're not fighting and, and kicking and screaming and resisting. Okay. More on that later. Here are some examples of how you would follow the flow. And my hope for today is that wherever this podcast finds you on your postpartum journey, you'll see how doing what I'm offering today could make your experience of motherhood richer, calmer, better. Your experience of wifehood, your uh, your experience of your body, your experience of nursing, talking about flow, <laughs> nursing, right? Um, that this information will will help you create experiences and feel, just really feel those experiences, experience the experiences, not just experiencing your rejection of, or your fighting with these experiences, but really just being present with what is. So here it goes. Example one, number one, husband says words, (laughs) insert words here, whatever your husband says that makes you nuts. Okay. For me, I'm going to share a specific experience the other day. Um, recently my husband had an action he wanted to take at work. Um, but he was battling with decision over it. He was going to talk to one of his supervisors about something and he was just going back and forth with it. And this went on for a few days. And as we do, right, we talk to our spouse about these things when, when they're just on our mind, like our spouse is the first person to get the brunt of our verbal processing. I knew it was big for him because he's not a real big verbal processor. And yet we'd be getting our pajamas on and he's brushing our teeth at night. Right. And he's chatting about, oh, this, this pain of this indecision and how torn he is. Or the next morning over breakfast, we're feeding the kids and he's like, you know, and this and this and this about it, talking about it some more. Or on Saturday in the car, we're driving around as a family and he's like, oh, I just can't decide. Da, 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 da. And I'm thinking, he should be done with this. Just make your decision already. Can't you see like this is da, 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 right? I have opinions about it. I want to break his flow. I want to break the flow of what is. Not his flow, but just the flow of what is. Things are happening as they are, and I want to insert my trump card. Like I know more than you do. Listen to me. That's what I'm saying to the universe and to my husband, right? I'm breaking the flow. But In this situation, how could I do flow? How could I exemplify or feel? Really, it's a feeling you're creating. How could I feel flow? Well, flow is just seeing what's happening, right? He's in a spin. I can even have like judgments truly about it, but I'm, I'm noticing that they're just judgments and that I don't know what should be happening. And for all I know, his indecision isn't done yet and he needs to be in it. I'm so I'm allowing it to happen. And I got to tell you, you guys, the feeling that produces with like it, with inside of you, when you are willing to just allow what is it's flow. It is like, unlike anything else. It's amazing. It's the best kept secret. What are we doing? You guys, what are we doing all the time? I'm, I'm one to talk. I'm really talking to myself. I'm like, what are you doing all the time? You're missing opportunities for this amazing feeling of just allowing it to be. So flow in that example with my husband is giving him space to be where he is, not stopping it, not breaking what is naturally occurring, letting him just be him, not even subtly being like, well, don't you think it's time to make this decision, right? With a sweet voice. I mean, I'm not saying you can never do that, but just exercise this flow for a minute. Try it out sometime. Not thinking for other people or that we know more, being willing to believe what is, is as it should be. Who are we to call it to change, right? So second example, timing of baby coming. You're pregnant, 
Right. And sometimes as really large pregnant mothers, I've had three kids, by the way, I had three kids in four years. Sometimes we just feel entitled to that baby getting out. We're like, this is my body (laughs) enough already. I'm done. And we've been so good. We justify it for like, well, I've been great for 36 weeks. What I'm done. Right. But was that baby past due? Should it already be out of you? Flow is surrendering to the timing that we can't control. It's the feeling that we get when we let go of the need to control because the wisdom is we cannot control things outside of ourselves. We don't know when a baby's going to come. We can't possibly manipulate that. There are, minus the woo-woo wives' tales and the, the rumors you hear out there of ways to get baby out, whether they're safe or not is another conversation. Some of them, right? We all, you all know what I'm, the ones I'm talking about. Flow is redirecting your energy and the precious resources of thoughts and emotions to things that you can have control over, the things that you can create, the ways you can prepare for baby instead of spending this energy wishing baby were here. That creates more flow. The more we fight against what is and the more we seek for our own control, the less grounded we will feel, the less secure we will feel, the more anxiety we will feel, the less we are connecting with our bodies and the less we are connecting with our babies, our older children or the newborns. Example number three, kids fighting, right? Do you have older kids, kids fighting or your baby crying if that's where you're at right now with a newborn? But I'm going to go with toddlers fighting a lot. They fight a lot. Yeah. Like, right. I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old right now, as well as an almost two-year-old. Actually, he just turned two. Ah! A couple days ago on Monday, he turned two crazy. It was so fun. So that when they're fighting, we want to jump in and get them to stop. Now I'm not saying we don't want to teach our kids peacemaking tools, logical thinking, emotional regulation, and all the good things that will help them grow into functioning adults. And I'm not saying we don't want to implement teachings to our children that are going to help them in their getting along with other people. But this is from a different energy than wanting them to stop because when they're fighting, we just can't take it and we're just resisting it and we hate it or we think they shouldn't be fighting or we think that it's because we're a bad mom and we're making it mean that we're not being a good enough parent or we have bad kids. We're making it mean we have bad kids. So flow looks like allowing the fighting and just sitting into it, listening and hearing it. What if that's where they are on their childhood journey right now? Not forever, right? We still do want, we want to teach our kids, but the flow is an amazing place we can go because as we are allowing what is, we always create this peace and this wisdom. And in those moments where we're willing to allow what we would normally want to resist, like in our mind is kind of the worst case scenario, like, oh no, they're fighting again. If you're willing to be at peace with the negativity in the worst case scenario, you come into an energy of deeper wisdom and peace and grounding and your parenting will be from that place. But first, you've got to drop the resistance and step into the allowance of what is. So see their chaos and find trust. Trust that you have been and are enough as a parent, that they are enough in their learning. Even if they're making the same mistakes, they're enough. Their learning is enough. It's working. And this is just their learning and what it looks like with two underdeveloped human brains. You're going to flow. You're going to allow, allow them to be children with little bodies and big emotions. 
to flow, you're going to go into openness, open to new moments as you sit down and just allow them to argue. What is going to come to you as you just marinate and allow this to be? What will come to you that never has before? What new problem solving skills or enlightenment can come to you as you're willing to flow? Curiosity. What lessons are here for you to learn or for them to learn without needing to step in and resist this flow that is already happening? And wisdom. One of my favorites. What would be wise about letting the the fight play out before speaking? Honestly, have you ever considered that? Can you see one of those, like in the karate kid, the guy that's teaching them how to fight and he's just so peaceful and wisdom. He's like the Asian guy or Chinese guy. I can't remember where it all takes place. It's like in the eighties, right? But what insights would you have as a mother from a place of flow rather than from a place of resistance and trying to control? I have to share this insight from imperfect little old me and my life on my side of things. In my real life, what I think is so funny is that if I don't follow the flow, right, and I'm I'm trying to get in between my kids fighting and making it stop, I'm resisting it, I end up screaming as loud as or louder than my toddlers that are fighting. I end up fighting with them about fighting. Funny, huh? What are they learning then? Truly, find the flow. Like, just play with this. I know it's like, might seem out of reach for you. It might seem, I don't know how I'm ever going to do that. And that's okay. I have felt that too. Just remember that when we fight with reality, we lose every time. And so it could be a good use of your energy or at least worth trying to take your energy from resistance and wanting to stop what is happening or change it to just allowing it. What are you going to feel? What are you going to learn and experience from that energy and in that place? So you feel flow when you understand that the struggle takes energy. Allowing things and people around you to flow, allowing what is, means that you trust flow more than you trust that you know better, more than you trust control. You trust the divine creator and that he's watching. He's taking care of things. He's watching and taking care of his creations. As a mother, you're more receptive and open to what God may want to instruct you with or say to you as you're willing to allow your circumstances and flow, feel the flow. You feel flow as you quiet the noise of shoulds and need tos. I need to do that. I should do that. I should do more. As you quiet that and allow you to be where you are and for you to be what is right now. Flow is a trust in timing, in future, in God, in opportunity, in circumstances as they are. Flow is pure abundance, loving what is, feeling the security of what is, no matter what it is. Flow is making peace with negativity. Allowing negativity is part of this existence, part of God's plan for us. Here are some of my favorite tried and true flow thoughts. Maybe this is perfect, just like it is. Maybe it's supposed to be happening this way. How could this somehow be according to plan? What would this situation be like for me right now if I were willing to believe that things are as they should be right now? So next time you feel the negative feelings creeping up and you feel the resistance and the tightness 
release and ease on back into flow. Try some of these questions on, write them down, bring them with you in your pocket. (laughs) Stick them in your bra. (laughs) When you're changing your nursing pads, it'll be a little reminder. Oh my gosh, you guys. So fun. Okay. I love serving postpartum moms. I love, (laughs) oh my gosh. I love all the memories that are coming to my mind as I'm going through all these things that I've learned So now my oldest is going to be six in April of 2020. And then I've got Rosalind who is going to be four in December, 2019. And then I've got Amos who just turned two in September of 2019. I had three kids in four years. I went through postpartum depression twice. And also the both times there was a lot of postpartum anxiety, including panic attacks, including calling a hotline. So if you want to hear my full story, go back to the first few episodes. There's my story part one and my story part two. Check those out. Um, and as always, if you guys, if one of you, any of you feel like you're in the middle of postpartum depression or you think you might have it. Go check out my first couple episodes. There's really good information back there at the beginning of the podcast on some guidance between postpartum baby blues versus postpartum depression versus postpartum psychosis, and then just some really practical, helpful information from somebody who's walked it and lived it of how to get yourself into your doctor's office, how to some language that you can use with your doctor to make sure that you're not just getting forced on medications how to situate yourself, find what's right for you and work with your doctor that way. Um, But the most important thing that I will say to any of you is that if you feel like your thoughts are not your own and you are struggling to find who you are and things are feeling dangerous or precarious, the first thing and the only thing I want you to focus on is telling somebody. Telling somebody. Just tell one trusted person that loves you and that has your best interest at heart and go from there. And if that needs to be me, I'm welcome to taking any sort of disclosures like that. Just know that I will help you get to somebody else that's closer to your circle that can help you. All right. That's it for today. As the outro says, share this podcast with friends. You guys, I cannot tell you, I don't know where I would be today if somebody hadn't recommended to me a podcast like mine from a coach speaking on these topics. I needed help. So go ahead and share with people who are in the thick of motherhood. Don't worry if they're going to be offended or anything. Just do the right thing. Do what you feel. Go with the flow. And I'll talk to you next week. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, Liz here. When I was struggling as a mom of three littles, it was actually a podcast just like this that a friend shared with me that woke me up to getting the help I needed. Please consider sharing a favorite episode with a friend or leave me a review on iTunes to help other moms find the help they need here too. And if you're wanting to get more involved with these topics, you can join my Facebook group for even more discussion, fun, live Q&A sessions, getting to know other moms and wellness ideas. We're at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash wake up your wellness. All one word. Be well, my friends, and I will see you there.